Hey, I'm Clayton. And I'm Sean. And we're men who like men who like movies. We're two queer men who love movies and we love talking about movies. And after a lot of urging, we started a podcast. Uh, this week is a little bit different because we have a listener request, don't we? Yes, we do. Uh, our listener, Emily, who I met on a flight from Denver to Indianapolis one time, requested that we cover Hocus Pocus 2 from last fall. So <laughs> I'm making late. good on that promise. <laughs> I uh, told her I would get to it when we got to it. And it is it's here. It's here. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I was just like, huh, <laughs> when we scheduled it, I still, I, st- I even knew it was coming, and I was still like, huh, <laughs> but I'm glad we did. And we've got a special guest to help us out with this one today, uh, Alexia from the Titanic Talkline podcast. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me on, and um, uh, sorry in advance to your listener, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I know we talked about this a little bit offline, mm-hmm. but what's your relationship to Hocus Pocus in general, and specifically Hocus Pocus 2? So, the first time that I saw Hocus Pocus was, I was an adult, so I don't have that like childhood nostalgia associated with it, but I do have, I have like a good memory with it. It was with my um, roller derby team. It was in like 2016 or 2017. I don't remember exactly what year. So it was like a fun time to be around this group of amazing people that loved this movie. But it was equally confusing because I'm watching them love this movie and I'm having a really difficult time understanding why. Um, <laughs> there's That's not to say there's not good moments in the movie, but I mean... it. <laughs> It's like when you watch any movie from the 90s, you're kind of like, wow, we really just did allow that shit, didn't we? And you just move on. (laughs) Um, And my relationship with Hocus Pocus 2 is that I meant to watch it, forgot about it. And then when you said, let's do it for this podcast, I thought, brilliant, I'm going to wait till the last possible second to watch it. And I finished it about an hour ago. (laughs) (laughs) As far as me, I grew up super Christian, as listeners will know, and I was not allowed to watch Hocus Pocus growing up because witches, sin, hell, you know, all that. Um, So I did not see Hocus Pocus until well into adulthood and didn't really see what all the fuss was about. And so I think I've seen the original Hocus Pocus twice. I watched it again shortly before the second one came out because all the gays were freaking out hocus pocus 2 is coming out and so i was like well i guess i have to watch it so i watched the first one again and was still just kind of like okay and (laughs) then i watched the second one when it came out and i was like okay i actually enjoyed that one a little bit more and then revisited it today and i did not enjoy it as much i'll just put it that way and uh, that's my relationship with Hocus Pocus, and uh, it's, you know, wonderful sequel. Sean, what about you? <laughs> Your enthusiasm for that yeah, was just yeah. so palpable. <laughs> I could tell, you know, I can honestly tell that it was just such a passionate affair. Like, I see yeah. why it was so hard to move on, and, you know, I really, really hope that things are just... You'll find the right person. Yeah, this, like, is, you really will. this is a passion project for... <laughs> clean yes he could not wait <laughs> i wasn't i wasn't ta- i wasn't tired before we started recording but i think you slightly put me to sleep there with your enthusiasm <laughs> <laughs> oh it won't get any better i'm sorry like, yeah. <laughs> uh so for me i do uh, my i don't have 
at, like very very much nostalgia i saw this when i was about 19 or 20 um and we it was like halloween time and i was visiting a few friends at college and they were like well, let's watch hocus pocus and i was like what is hocus pocus <laughs> <laughs> what is and, this what's happening yeah honey what is this what's going on here <laughs> um but i'm uh, so they're like you haven't seen hocus pocus and i'm like no and they're like you're the movie guy and i'm like yeah so <laughs> like can't see everything i watch films not hocus <laughs> pocus yeah <laughs> burn yeah basically uh but it i was like okay so we watched it and i enjoyed it i thought it was fun um i but i did i understand where there is some nostalgia the goggles goggles to it um but i enjoyed it a lot i enough that i bought it myself as as like one of the halloween staples and you know it's something my friends and i will watch like we try and watch once every time near halloween you know like we'll hang out and we'll watch like we'll have like a different night like one night is like you know like like simple disney night with like how like this uh, with hocus pocus and like nightmare before christmas and then like halloween town which i always end up leaving by so i still have never seen halloween town either sorry i haven't seen it either yeah i, I have I, I have seen the first halloween town like last halloween i think mitchell had me watch it yeah i was gonna say debbie reynolds i know all of my friends love it and like shout out to you guys brie it's, it's aggressively <laughs> fine <laughs> and jesse um did you say that it's always... aggressively fine i did yes. i did say that it was aggressively fine that's a really good description for um a, a lot a lot of things i've i've been made to see <laughs> that's one of clayton's favorite terms is aggressively fine <laughs> um and then this one i was super excited for i was one of those people who was excited for it and then it got kind of like middling reviews like not super great nothing super bad but it was one of those that i was just like i uh, i was i just wasn't in the mood when it came out like i was in we had just started the podcast and i was just like eh, i'm not feeling it right now so this was my first watch as well um i think i enjoyed it slightly more than you did um but i do not think it does live up to the first not all the way at least but yeah that's my story with it <laughs> well, well. So, as you can know, tell, we are all gigantic Hocus Pocus fans and cannot <laughs> wait to get into this. Um, 100% but the right people for this task. Yeah, we, this was aimed at us. Uh, would you guys recommend this film? Specifically, Hocus Pocus 2, would you recommend this? <laughs> you know anyone? what's interesting is that despite everything I'm about to say about it, I actually would. Because I think that the enjoyable moments that are in the movie are enjoyable enough. Yes, um, I would. I, I agree. Yeah, I was gonna say just to see Kathy dance me on two Roombas. <laughs> um, I would say yes. I recommend this. Um, just anything with the Roombas was just hilarious because I have a Roomba named Steve, and <laughs> like I, I they are kind of crazy. I think it would also be a good like I watched it by myself, so I think that was also part of the problem. I think it'd be a good like group social watch. So when that the, might like, have been the issue because the first yeah. time I did watch it with somebody who did grow up with Hocus Pocus, like just to be fair, the or just to be fair, just to be clear, the <laughs> first time I watched this, I rated this a four out of five on Letterboxd. I did not rate the first one that high, but I enjoyed this so much the first time I watched it. That's what I rated it. I did not 
rated that today. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, you're so allowed I think to change that, your mind. You're allowed yeah, to change your mind. Yeah, maybe that uh, played into it. The fact that I was watching it by myself versus with somebody else, because in all honesty, I got very, very stoned on the old ganja today to try to improve my Hocus Pocus 2 experience as much as possible. And it still was Excuse just, me, man, there are good Christian listeners here. I really don't think we have good Christian <laughs> listeners. If they have, they will probably be scared off at some point. Uh. <laughs> at some point. If they haven't already. Yeah. <laughs> then again, I mean, I'm still shocked at the people that are still friends with me on Facebook and have it hidden me from my church background because I say what I think about things. Um. completely understand. <laughs> How do you know they haven't hidden you? <laughs> because they still comment on things. Uh, that's a pretty good. Yeah, but yeah. They can look you up for that. Your and then that still makes up. it like they're taking the time to like look me up to see what offensive things I've said lately. And I like hashtag fan you know. behavior. Uh, either way, they still see stuff. So you know their issue. <laughs> this yes. is explicit. It has the little e by the by the podcast episode. So. You know, ratings are important, people. So we don't have to watch our fucking mouths. Got it. No. I genuinely feel bad for anyone who <laughs> comes to my show, honest to God, hoping to, like, learn something about the history of Titanic. I'm like, if you are like, I wonder what this boat's all about. I'm like, you are not going to find out from anything I've got to say. <laughs> <laughs> but you will have that. fun. You You will have fun. It's true. I feel like I, should, I'm, I do intend to fix that, but as of right now, it's just like not been a priority. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I feel like unless you got like obsessed with Titanic when you were like five or six and just like wanted to drink up like every single book and everything, you know, like with kids do with like dinosaurs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it just doesn't absorb as an adult. It just you try, and you're like, oh, that's really cool, and then you just forget i feel like you just later. described me <laughs> I feel, i'm feeling called out <laughs> sorry sorry Sean. should we get you an adult yeah. not me like an actual no, adult no I'm, I'm there are no such things anymore <laughs> i'm of the age where everyone is just like slightly worse bumbling <laughs> slightly around. yeah but cool. i used to have i used to read a bunch of books on titanic which is why i was on titanic talk like yeah. look up that episode definitely um, do i listen to it we're... i'm a good friend <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, why I keep uh, around. are you guys ready to get into this uh classic are you ready to go back to hocus pocus too it's been less than a year yes <laughs> it's been maybe 84 minutes <laughs> <laughs> uh, if that so uh, this movie, directed by Ann Fletcher of Step Up and the Proposal fame, um, got four credited, you know, screenwriters, uh, which is always a yeah, always a, a fun, great sign. Uh, always a good sign. <laughs> I looked into it. There wasn't any fun trivia or production history, like literally none at all. The cast, you know, got Bette well, I mean, Midler, it Sarah take Jessica 30 Parker. Years to make. Kathy Najimy, Tony mm-hmm. Hale doing his thing, Sam Richardson doing his thing, some teenagers that are really bland, um, some drag queens so Disney can say they're progressive. Hey, um, 
You there was a one and a half, perhaps, second scene where it looked like a gay couple was canoodling on a couch. <sighs> oh, gasp. Yeah, that's when they were watching Hocus Pocus. Hocus. Which, which begs the question, oh, how were they watching? I literally, I saw that and it was like, how does Hocus Pocus the film exist in this? I, um, I cannot believe one of the things that I'm the most mad about just got brought up like right at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, it's just like it breaks my brain a little bit. I was so irritated. Like, this is one of the, my least favorite things that certain movies do. Where, like, yeah, you remember we had, like, a first movie? Ha <laughs> see, it's hanging. It's all of this and this and then Oh, my God. It's like, I'm, I want to break your mirror. I'm just like, you're literally characters in this movie. Why are you walking around? <laughs> like, it's like, it's one of the laziest ways to lasso in that stupid nostalgia. Like, you already had the nostalgia factor going. You didn't need to have to double down like emerald with some ridiculous seasoning in there it's like we already got it this is this whole movie is a throwback and a nostalgia slap yeah sean what did you call it <laughs> what did i call what this film where you like fan service the movie <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah i called this fan for fan service the film like it, it and it really kind of is like i mean everyone's here for the sanderson sisters of course but like who take uh, 30 I, fucking minutes to show up in this yeah, it does hour and 43 minute movie that should have been cut down at least. Well, I they're trying to build it like the... Could have been yeah, cut so down probably by 18 at least. Yeah, probably. But like, I mean, they're trying to build up the characters, which I get because that's what they do in the original. Like the Sanderson sisters don't pop up until like you meet them at the beginning. But then they don't pop up until probably like a half hour mark or so there too. But the for, for fact of the in matter the first is, film you meet defense, them in the beginning. They didn't know that that's what worked about the film as the Sanderson sisters. That's what works, and that's pretty much it. Except oh, they had Burst. known the Sanderson Thorburst sisters were going to work. I really, I did like. I don't. I didn't look up any of their names because that would have been useful. But I did like the trio of kids. They got to play the young Sanderson sisters. That opening the movie with those three yes. was a really smart idea because I saw that. And like the first time you see that that young Winnie charge on with that, she has that great facial acting. It was like, oh, I'm actually really excited about this. Like, this is going to be fun. Yes, that was one of the things I really appreciated was seeing them young. Although the little Bette Midler did completely steal the show. Uh-huh. The other ones were, you know, fine. But the little Bette Midler was hysterical. I she do was think, great. I don't think we needed like 15 minutes of this. Uh, no. You know, before that we see the title card. But it was quite funny. They just took the joke too long. I will say I did really appreciate it. My cat is mostly black, but he's black and white. And right when I was starting the movie, he did, like, that big, like, catch stretch hump hump his back up right, and everything. And it, like, was in front of the screen. And I was like, well, at least the mood's right. <laughs> also, I did like how they did the intro, too. Like, the when they, like, changed the song halfway through the Disney right. logo. That mm-hmm. was really cool. And I, because I, I was getting, I was starting my notes. I was starting the notes. And I was like, I it, like, made me look up. And I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> Yeah, I, I do like, like when they I've seen the Disney one. <laughs> then I took the Lord's name in vain, twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, little the the one who's playing Winifred or Bette Midler 
like <laughs> she's really good like she was she was funny i could see them having like a little tv show <laughs> like she was so just based good on the two of them and we've got tony hale in that like terrible wig and, and just yelling out things like eight legs of sin <laughs> which i know a lot of people who feel that way about spiders so i, I appreciated that i think i'm more in the eight legs of no camp but like <laughs> similar vein honestly yeah i i i love spiders so they are oh. not, they, they're simple nor knows <laughs> i'm the type of guy i'll like grab them in a cup and then i'll be all like here you go bud take this corner that's not where i'm at <laughs> i'd be 75 miles down the road <laughs> i don't know well, how but i would yeah you're like i will run i will take a car i don't care what i have to do i'm getting away yeah, which is basically what they do there they just they're just like yeah find it i find oh that also kind of <laughs> it's like weirdly irritating too because it's like all right let's just say that i'm like the puritanical mayor of some town and i'm coming to get the kids and there is a bug i will dispatch one person for the bug the rest of you hold those children yeah he didn't do a very good job at angry in mob. 1653 there's gonna I mean, be I feel bugs like it's not angry like you're in a metropolis no <laughs> like i don't know shit about anything but it was just like, like i know that like <sighs> stupid <laughs> yeah i my favorite part of the beginning besides you know, tiny little Bette Midler impersonator who should just do that for the rest of her life um, was little Sarah Jessica Parker when the other witch disappears and she's just like, she turned into leaves. (laughs) (laughs) That was cute. It was just such a wonderful, like, airheaded delivery. (laughs) It was just like, okay, but this has been 15 minutes. And, uh, I also enjoyed Hannah Waddingham. She was she was pretty but good. But why do you get Hannah Waddingham and use her for two minutes? Uh, I, yeah, that I also I thought she was going to come back later and be like a main antagonist or something. Like you know, the Sanderson sisters are evil, but maybe they would have had to like team up something like that. Like, but no, she doesn't. And then they just, just have just her fell. bird fly back in town at the end, like just to try to connect together for some reason. And if you wait till the post credit scene, which I did unintentionally because I was wandering Same. around my kitchen, you'll end up seeing there's a black flame candle, too. Yeah. I Even wanted to... though they're often like some afterlife, I don't think it's just going to bring them back again, but whatever. Sure. It, re- it better fucking not is all I have to say about that. If they do, just lean into what it is. Lean into the camp. Don't give us character development, because when you try, it doesn't work. Just... And one of the things I didn't really like about this movie is, like, and it's a problem I have with Disney in general, is Disney, especially modern Disney, is really leaning hard into, like, making their villains, like, misunderstood? Or just, like, give them too much character development so that they're not bad guys anymore that only worked that only worked effectively in my opinion in cruella like i didn't even like maleficent i loved cruella and i think they actually did it really well there but it's like okay this is the one i'm gonna give you everything else has been stupid that was the one thing i didn't like about cruella i was like i don't see how this character turned into the puppy murderess yeah, especially because she owns the dogs at the end. 
I don't like, see that jump. Uh, Maleficent, you know, goes from, you know, her misunderstood character and that to like mistress of all evil. It's just like, if they do this to not Ursula even that in The Little Mermaid, I'm like, <laughs> let's just let them be bad guys. They don't have to be like tortured. Some people don't need a reason. Yeah. Like, and they're more the- interesting when they're just fucking bad. Like, in the original movie, like, they were talking about being in hell. Like, they talk about knowing the devil. Like, master! You know, like, all this stuff. And in this one, they're just like, eh. Like, they're they're nicer. Like, I'm not saying they're absolutely nice. But, like, they straight yeah, up murder a child in the first five chi- minutes of the original. Zero child murdering in this. And then you get like, to the very end of this one, and it's like, sisterhood is the true friendship. May I be glitter! Yeah, I literally I wrote that down in that the very bullshit. beginning of my notes with the sisters, like when they were running away. And I yeah. was just like, in all caps, sisterhood, this movie is going to hammer it in. And like, yeah. we were talking oh, about, I just forgot their names, like Ashley, Amber, and Alice, whatever the three main characters' names were. That's not their names. I can't remember I what their <laughs> names were. Uh, you could have fooled me. I have no idea what their names are. Oh, oh, Becca, Edward. Becca, Becca. <laughs> <laughs> Jack! She calls her Edward. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Um, Becca is one. I've just, I've remembered that one. Uh, it was Becca, Izzy, and... Cassie. 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 Okay, so Kirsten, Kristen, Gibby, what's up, girlfriends? <laughs> <laughs> like I said, Ashley, Amber, and Alice. Um, but I, first of all, it was the standard fucking same ass plot ever. <sighs> you got a boyfriend. You never have timers anymore. I still wanted to hang out. I don't understand why you just didn't want to hang out with me and my boyfriend and his friends. It's because you totally changed. Like, what? it's just, I don't understand. I don't understand either. Well, why can't we just be friends again? We should be friends again. Okay, we're friends again. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to find what I wrote down. Oh, I said I could literally, this is somewhere near the end of the film. I put, I could literally not care less about these teenagers' drama. Oh my God, Leave it is. on the cutting room floor, please. Which you, I obviously didn't because it's in the movie, but they should have. The only one I wanted to keep was the jock. He was funny. I liked Mike so... Yes, I wrote down Mike should be protected funny. at all costs. I really thought so I was just making conversation. Too. He was just so dumb, but like kind of sweet. Oh my... I loved his realization. He's like, no, I... I, th- I thought I was just making conversation. It's like, I didn't realize I was being mean. <laughs> He yeah. was fine. He yeah. was fine. Yeah. Well, and the it, present day adults were also fine. They were all just doing their like thing, their shtick. They do in everything. Yeah, mayor. Yeah. Mayor was fine. He was. He was the I classic just, like too much, too like too involved dad. Just Tony Hale being Tony Hale. Exactly. Also, why did this require Tony Hale? Like, why is this even? I don't a character? know. Like they could have just Richardson had the picture and, of like, Hannah Watt- like all of these people, like they've been like. They were on Veep. Like, how do you go from Veep to Hocus Pocus 2? Ugh. Money. Yeah, I was gonna say money. You're then getting, why did this movie look so cheap? Uh, because it was made for because Disney Plus money, not for Disney theater money. Can we money. talk about the dance montage that went on for 12 years? Oh, God. Yes. Because in the original, you know, you know, there was that fun little thing with I Put a Spell on You where they sang like 30 seconds of a song and then there was like 30 seconds of a dance part and you were like, wow, that was a fun little moment that we had for ourselves as a treat. I'm going to put that in my pocket for later. 
Um, and this movie was like, hey, do you remember how you liked that? That little spritz of water to refresh you in the hot summer? Well, we think you might like waterboarding. Yeah, that face, and that's exactly it. Like, this movie is trying to play the hits, and, like, I get it, I understand. But, like, that was a moment that, like, I don't need two full songs. I didn't need two. Like, we I get deal with three. One. We get three. Is it three? When they come back, <laughs> they have two. the song, and they're like, who are they performing for? And oh, they're like, yeah. you. Which was a funny joke, That was I funny. That, that was, was the one joke. I liked the most. Yes. And then, you know, they have that number on stage, which, you know, one. was just a callback <laughs> to the original. <laughs> one way or another. And somehow they know one way or another. And, but then you've got the crowd, you know, going on. Like, they play the full song in the background while the crowd's just, like, the walking and singing. And then the credits start, and we get a recording song in costume and character for some reason. It's just like, we get it. It's Bette Midler. Like, it's fine. Let her sing. Like, that's always fine. Bette Midler, do your thing. But it was just too much. This movie just was far too long. I don't... And it wasn't long for any reason. Like, this dance thing could have been the length of a TikTok. But instead, they were like, no, let's make it really, really fucking long. The same thing with the thing with the kids. And they have this really long, drawn-out plot with that. And then this entire side plot with, like, dude who owns this magic shop now. Unnecessary. Yeah. The Mm -hmm. clarification with Billy. It's like, no, it turns out I'm not her lover. I don't care. Well, that I was the one part I was gonna say. I liked Billy in the original, so that one I did Same. like. That they were like, he was like, I keep getting like bad mouth, like because he's technically been awake for twenty nine years now, so he's been, you know, like yeah, he's underground, but I'm sure he's like, you know, like Listening. I, I guess one person walked by talking about it, and now he's just like <laughs> expert. Like I was there, I was there, Gandalf, like. <laughs> Uh, but like, uh, yeah, I just, I, this movie, it really is a little overlong. I probably would have cut at least, like you said, 18 minutes. Um, yeah, and- this movie did not need to be over an hour and a half, including credits. No, there's absolutely no reason for that to have gone as long as it did. And then it, I am also decidedly over every film having a post, 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 post credit scene. I'm done. Yeah, I'm done the with only it. time that that should be done is just in Marvel films alone, just because at this point it's like a running joke. But it's expected no at this movie. point. It's yeah. Like, yeah, no yeah, other yeah, movies. Yeah. No, don't do it. I don't feel like I should sit to the end of the credits in the theater when I need to just go out and take a fucking piss and have a cigarette. <laughs> just if I in have to case. Pull out my phone and look, and you shouldn't do that. I do. <laughs> I literally. I have to pull. I like the credit start. I pull out my phone and I look to see like, is there a credit scene that I need to sit through? And I just looked them secondly, up on YouTube a couple important. weeks later. <laughs> That's a good way to do it. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, the I like I said, I the we we we've been talking about the the three main girls, and they are just a little bit too bland. They're so good. I literally thought of them. I'm just like, Gossip Girl, because she's in the new Gossip Girl, and I also didn't like her in that. thought she was boring. I was like, Gossip Girl, nerdy friend, bitchy ex-friend. Yeah, I I, I, it was the same trope for always, and I even started trying to talk about them and immediately diverted into talking about something else because my brain was like, can't focus. It, it, (laughs) It was such an unnecessary, like... 
I understand that this is one of those like modern Thai things where it's like, all right, we have to bring it up to the future. But that is my biggest pet peeve with the whole thing is that there, it's like, ugh. okay. Part of what made the last one kind of funny, the original was having these moments of like pushing Sarah onto the road and seeing if it's like a river of black magic. That's kind of funny. But then this time they were like showing them a Walgreens and making a joke about Alexa or whatever the case may be. It was like, if you make one more fucking allusion to, oh my God, can you believe technology? I'm going to turn over my television set. See, that's actually my <laughs> one of my favorite parts. See, oh, I, I actually, part. I did really enjoy that. I thought the jokes in the second one about technology were funnier than the jokes in the first one about technology. I will also say that I did today watch them back to back. Right, so you uh, you so you see you got a lot of really hocus well pocus right in a row. Yes, <laughs> I so thought about exactly rewatching it. the first one before this <laughs> just for like context, and I was like, you know what? I'm not reviewing the first one. I'm not going to put myself through that again. But I just watching the second one alone, I do think the strongest aspect for me was just Sarah Jessica Parker. Her character is so funny because she's just so ditzy and just like at the Walgreens scene when the doors open in front of the girl and she's just like, she must be very powerful. Just like <laughs> absolutely <laughs> awestruck. <laughs> you don't even have to lure them. The luring was my only job. <laughs> <laughs> I guess maybe I'm annoyed because all of these scenes took place with the modern day girls and they just like ruined every scene they were in. Considering they just stare at them the whole time. Like, Yeah. <laughs> It's just like it, it, ugh, their entire job. It seemed like like was to no sell everything, and then by the end, it was like, oh, of course. Starting at the beginning, it was like, I wonder when Becca's gonna get powers. Oh, there they are. Yeah, and it's like they were in two different films. Like, yeah. <laughs> the one fun, of them this was is like, one thing I saw. Like, it, it was pro- I think a Tumblr thing about just the original Hocus Pocus in general, but I also think it applies to this. They were like, I feel like they told Bette Midler like this is camp. Go as hard as you can. They told Kathy and Ajimi, like, your character is actually a human, like, golden retriever. And they told Sarah Jessica Parker, like, you have to do a line of coke or a hit of acid before every single line and take. But you have to do one. And I just think it's really accurate. (laughs) But it's like, you've got that going on. And then there's, like, air quotes, serious teen drama behind the scenes that is just, like the most obnoxious thing ever episode for you know abc or something that never made it to the air right and they just like don't work together at all yeah and well and that's one of the reasons like at least in the original like the reason that they come back is because it's a dare and like it's you know it, it feels i thought the reason they came adult. back was because virgins like they tell you five thousand yeah. times in this first children's movie <laughs> yes which i did like that they addressed in the sequel that a virgin lit it and then one kid's like what's a virgin he's like someone who's never lit a candle and then it's never mentioned again Thank and i was God. like well sweet because the first one i was like how many times are they going to say the word virgin in this children's film i'm now mad that i didn't actively keep track of it because it was starting to get on my nerves yeah like take a shot every time you wouldn't have been able to make it tonight (laughs) uh no that would have just been a death sentence yeah but that was that's one of the things i actually appreciate for the original is like yeah it might have been 1993 but like uh, 
it was a Disney film. Like, even if it wasn't such a widely known film and it became bigger known throughout, like, through its viewings on, like, VHS and DVD, like, it, it is very much more of an, an adult Disney film. Like, not completely adult, but it is skewed, I think it's skewed a little older. And I, you don't really get that now. Now it feels like they're either pandering for the younger crowd or they're going for, like, the weird niche of, like, like they have their they have like their they're pandering for a younger crowd or they're doing like oscar baby stuff like it doesn't feel like they make this this kind that kind of film anymore like even their stuff that has teens in it it like there's nothing like this like they would never mention the word virgin like oh like like what do you mean like they would never say anything like that and that's one of the reasons i like the original is it 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 allowed the kids to be teenagers and in this one they just feel like like hi we are caricatures of teen (laughs) like nice to meet you we are going to go party ha 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 it There was there it there was so many attempts in this movie to capture that essence. And you see this a lot with like these Disney sequels because, you know, they find something that worked and then they try to do it again without realizing that what worked at the time was its ingenuity. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well no, you don't want a repeat. It's like you need to find those kinds of things that do make it work, but they're like, oh, so you mean like this? Like, no, not like that. <laughs> Yes. No, I and I agree with that. Like it, it's it, it it's pandering to the nostalgia again. Mm-hmm. Like and it's the same reason they, you know, like they they do all these sequels to stuff that came out, you know, 30 years ago. But then they skew them there for a younger crowd. There are good sequels like Top Gun Maverick that is a much better film than Top Gun and improves the film in retrospect. And then there's this <laughs> And not to say this is awful. Like, it's not the worst movie ever made. It's nowhere near even bad. It's not even really near bad for me either. It's just, it's not as good as it could have been. I think if they would have had a little bit more trust in their audience and, like, and and the story and even the characters, because, you know, like... Honestly, their audience is, like, gay men in their 30s, which should have been their, like, target audience. Still wouldn't have necessarily worked for me because I don't have nostalgia attached to the first one, but, like... If they had just gone for that, this movie would have been so much better. Yeah, like, I agree with that. They, it, it's just they, but what they weren't trying to do—that's not what they're trying to do. They're trying to make everything that was what older com- crowds loved into what younger crowds will love too, and that's not what always works, unfortunately. Clearly not. <laughs> but I'm not gonna lie. What? When they after so the Walgreens scene is probably my favorite scene of the whole the whole movie. Um, oh, I hated it. Really? Yeah, that was my. I thought that was so funny, and then like, oh, it's the fluorescence. They're like, fluorescence. I think we knew her. <laughs> and then like the Snapchat picture with the filter where they looked all yeah. I just I thought all of it worked really well. Yeah, that was that was my favorite part of it, and then like when they go to like follow them and you have Kathy Najmi riding two Roombas, I 
was just like okay like this is this is how you update it with while making it funny because she wrote a vacuum cleaner in the first one and nobody really uses those well people still use them but like it's funny with a roomba i was about to say i have to i still have to vacuum my house (laughs) it's like a thing that still happens in my day well she had like the big one with like the bag and stuff like that like that i that's what i meant like i know what you meant i'm just giving you a hard time because it's i can't and Sarah Jessica Parker in the old room is riding a mop, and now she's riding a Swiffer that bubbles when she flies. But I didn't. Again, I think I didn't hate all this. I think I just really hated these these child actors. Yeah, <laughs> I, I genuinely think that. And might I was already predisposed to not like the main one because of the Gossip Girl reboot. Yeah, she I I don't know enough about Gossip Girl to like have that much of an opinion on it, but. I just, their performance did not do it for me. And, you know, there's been enough performances of, like, really good child and teen actors where it's like, okay, mm-hmm. so I know it's possible you're just not doing it. And that's ruining the scene for me. And I want it to be over. Yeah. Like, every time they were on screen, I'm just like, okay, Leave. just bring back the adults. Like, <laughs> Like, we don't want to see you. No, and I realize that might be, like, rude or unfair or whatever, but it's just... Well, but the thing is, it's like, and one of the things I like about the original is you do take the time to develop the characters. So you, like, you get to know who Max is, and you get to know his relationship with his little sister, Danny. I'm not annoyed by the children in the first one. No, and, like... I was certainly annoyed by the sister because she was an idiot, but Thora Birch was a a treasure. Exactly. She was a believable human. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And, like, she was precocious. Like, she seemed like she's, you know, she's smart. She's one of those kids that's just like, yeah, I know what I'm doing, but she has no idea what she's doing. And, like, (laughs) that at least made sense. Like, in this one, it just... None of them have... A st- outstanding feature. I'm just like, like I don't, them... I don't buy that they had been that close of friends for that long, and then she gets no. a boyfriend, and they just stop talking. No. I don't buy that this girl is so smart. She's like, I just made an inference. Like, no, that is not how teenagers talk. Now, I have seen TikTok. You don't ever really get on it, but I have seen them, and that is not what teens talk like. Even the smart ones. <laughs> no, this nobody don't a, make it. This don't is make a forty-five. A of this <laughs> is a forty-five-year-old writing. <laughs> this is four older people trying to write dialogue for teens. Nobody said badly. the business one time. Nobody said you're done. Like this, <laughs> the fact that I know that is like this was decidedly made by an old person because I'm old too old for tiktok and i'm like you're missing some references here <laughs> agreed like, this dialogue would have sound dated for like buffy uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh agreed i don't uh, it's just well i mean they've been working on this for what like 12 years yeah longer should have had like, time to workshop it a little bit better well, you'd think also another I'm, I'm not gonna lie another thing i did enjoy is the fact that they give the book like the stuff to do <laughs> like, i know <laughs> like that scene where the, the like the book is like sitting in like the row of books on the souvenir shop and it starts to like sweat and like i know movie, look that around. Me, i was that like made me that made me laugh so hard the book making the book sweat cracked me i up. did actually i did find that genuinely funny yeah i was like i like what they did with the book and i like that they it like the book actually has like a personality which is kind of cool because 
you know, in the in the original, it's very much just like, oh, it's a living book. Thank you for helping me, book. And then this one, it's like the book's like, hey, don't do that. <laughs> Bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and then it even looks sad and happy at one point, and I'm just like, huh. <laughs> choices were made wasn't was not un, was not expecting it but i am not angry Another yeah, I, didn't hate, I did not hate that all the witches they know how to make an entrance every time like they made an entrance and i think there's something to be said for that not everybody <laughs> can make an entrance but bet midler knows how you blow a door down come in with the fog machine and say something fabulous. You have your that arms a, and That your was best a plus mode. this movie had. Um, the finale. <laughs> Did it need to be 30 minute long potion oh, brewing and shitty Every light Every scene CGI. in this movie was super fucking long for uh, The no whole entire time, I, like, I feel like uh, I should, on a second watch of a movie, I feel like I shouldn't have been thinking most of the time, like, Oh, they could have trimmed that by like a minute or thirty seconds, or just you like... shouldn't be thinking that on your first watch, which is what I was doing. Yeah, like just constantly, I'm like, cut it down here, cut it down there, like easily. Eighteen minutes gone, I would be a lot more or less. I think I would have felt a lot less annoyed if the, you know the movie had been twenty minutes shorter. Mm-hmm. And I agree. Could have just gotten rid of all that fat that didn't need to be there. Like, did we need seven minutes of Tony Hale standing in line wanting to get his fucking apple? No, there was. I don't even like I said, I don't know why Tony Hale was even really in this. Like, I I don't know. Like, I, it felt like they were relying on Tony Hale just to be funny for funny for that. And I was just like, I, I really don't care if this man gets a candy apple. Like, this isn't, this isn't, this isn't what the movie, like, what are you trying to do here? Like, are you trying to just be all like, hey, you like Tony Hale and like Arrested Development and stuff? Go like him here. Like, no, I I I don't. Like, I, there's no reason for him to be here. Like, they could have had a completely. Yeah, like, and he's good and and like, you know, like, he's good, but like, there's no reason. Like, there's no, it, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, at least the, like, in the original, like, and I hate to keep comparing it to the original, but, like, hey, it's danced to, that's why it was made, is because people love the original. Like, the parents, when the they go asking for help for the parents, that's when they get, like, bewitched. Like, and in this one, he's just standing in line for an apple, and then he goes home, and he's like, it's been a very bad night, and then he's out of the picture entirely. And it's like, And that's the only point? parent you see, too, isn't it? Yeah. Pretty because, sure. like. Yeah, because they talk about Susan. <laughs> it, I was, that was the other thing that made me feel really weird is that they were just like, oh, Susan. Like, They're she like, was just oh, one of the girls. So uh, this movie, by the numbers, first 15 minutes, backstory with the little lookalikes. 15 more minutes setting up Bland McBland protagonist. Then we get the Sanders sisters back. 30 minutes of them freaking out about technology and teenage drama and getting to the finale where they're trying to do the potion. Then that whole thing up through the credits is 30 minutes of them trying to do the potion, them getting excited about powers, fighting with children badly, (laughs) and then 
getting it wrapped up in a nice little tidy teary bow for people that are emotional about this for some reason. And then a cheesy music video and credits and like a really stupid after credit scene. Like that is this movie broken down into it to 148 minutes. Of which I would say 48 of those minutes are irrelevant. Yeah. This yeah. could have been like a fun like Halloween special. Yeah. Or something. I don't know. I think that would have been a far better use of all of the resources that it had because there there was just, this is my complaint with a lot of films is that there's always an attempt to do so many things. Like I remember watching the first time seeing uh, Raya and the Last Dragon, which I hadn't seen uh, before. Excuse me. So I watched it and I just remember thinking this would have been a really great animated series because there was just so much going on it's like you didn't get time to get into any Mm -hmm. one aspect or tribe or mythology or this or that there's that it was like there wasn't a plot in there to fill an entire season one of an animated show which would have been super cool but then as it was it finishes this movie and i'm like i don't really know what happened like i know what happened but like why and i don't care (laughs) and that's kind of how i feel about this movie you would rather see a series of it no, and that it was like they're trying to. <laughs> how how God, dare you even imp- more? <laughs> excuse? Uh, how dare you even ingest? <laughs> imply that I wanted more of this. We need I can't to have believe a discussion I off air. Put that out into the cosmos. <laughs> yeah, why did you do that? But what Some I was poor going alternate to alternate <laughs> reality has to watch a series of focus. There's a there is a there is a version of me that ends up like attempting to jump off a building because they agreed to watch Hocus Pocus two without realizing it was a twelve part miniseries. <laughs> <laughs> what I, I what the what I meant to, to imply was that there is too fucking much going on because you have the bringing back of the Sanderson sisters, you have due to the magic shop you have the three girls and their weird plot you have billy and the zombie and his whole plot and then you have the boyfriend plot there's just so the much mayor happening and his apple and e- exactly <laughs> yeah can't forget about the mayor and his apple and then also the whole we're gonna kill the mayor just kidding your daughter but it's it was like there were just so many things like you could have called half of that shit and the origin witch in a futuristic outfit that yep, doesn't I make forgot sense about that, shit. that they try it's just it's a lot there was so much. It was like, eliminate three of those side plots, and you would have made better use of the time that they had. But instead, it was, you know, like, a lot of movies that I've seen where it's just kind of like, we want to cover so much ground, where it's, you know, you need to start auditing yourself. You know, like, get the get the plot-based IRS in here. Yeah, I just was really, really glad when it finished. Now, originally, they were going to bring back Thora Birch. Um, she was actually supposed to be in the film. She probably and read the script it, and was like, ooh, I'm good. <laughs> well, but I mean, it makes you wonder, like, how much it changed because she's not in it. Like, she's, because she had scheduling conflicts, so she wasn't able to be in yeah, the film. Yeah, with, like, so The Walking Dead or something. <laughs> well, it's because she realized they have 643 side plots, and she was only gonna get 12 Tuscans on screen, and she was like, it's not worth my getting on an airplane. I was an American <laughs> beauty, goddammit. <laughs> well, I was, but ugh. I wonder what this movie would have been with her. Like, where would 
where would she have been? Like, I think I don't that know. if they Do brought her back, honestly, if they brought her back as like a girl who turned into a witch in adulthood or some shit, that would be really fucking cool. Yeah, I would have like I would, her teaming know? up with Billy, like her and Billy having to team up together, or her like something like that. Because they were always like, cool. Yeah, like she liked Billy, he liked her, like uh, that. I could have seen. I just, I, I don't. There's not enough like threads to the original also i think i fixed the movie okay go ahead i think that if you brought in thora birch's character as the owner of the of the magic shop so at first she's just like you know this woman who owns a magic shop and then the reveal is that i know the santa's sisters i battled against them that's why i decided to learn magic in real life sup billy fucking love you good to see you what's up here i am to save the day well uh, we're but the only thing that wouldn't work with that is like she would not want them to light that candle she would no, not give there them would have that to, candle no but there would have to be just one other stupid fucking device to put in a candle like maybe instead of handing out apples she was a candle oh, she could be like sam richardson's like girlfriend or something something like, that just... way he could be all that way he, oh i can't light the candle like he looks at thorberg <laughs> 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 I mean, I mean, obviously, my plot has a considerable number of holes in it, but it's just... less than this movie did. Let's see, but it's that it's the, it's just ugh. there was too much going on, and it was stupid. There was too much going on, and it was still boring, but it did make me chuckle a few times. I think if they just eliminated the three modern day girls, I would have liked this movie a lot better. Same. Just teenagers. Ugh. I think if they would have given them, like, you can tell that they're really, like, they were playing for the sisterhood aspect. Like, that's mm-hmm. what they were wanting for. Like, they're wanting the sisterhood. Like, this is what, this is the message we're going. This is, this is your after school special. This is the, you know, the word of the day sisterhood. Um, so <laughs> also, I get it. don't give but me like, a message in a movie like this. Just let it be about three campy drag queen bitches being funny well and but the thing is is like if they would have made them interesting i could have lived with that a little bit more or had it be like oh it's you know like it's the two of them like because they're what supposed to be like 16 or something like that i don't know you know like we've got somewhere between 12 and 22 i can't well the one of them just turned 16 because that's right yeah that's that's where i got that um and ha- you know like is like they have them being like oh the witches like if they would have all turned out to be like witches and then like done like actual battle that would have been cool like mm-hmm. or have them develop into people like i didn't need a teen drama for it like i understand that's kind of the crowd they were going for so like oh like these are your these it's are your like protectors. Look, they, they're you <laughs> Um, clearly had no idea of who the audience of this film actually was and no ugh, i don't know i just i don't even want to talk about it anymore they it's didn't just, figure ugh. out what they didn't figure out what um last airbender figured out which is that you need to grow with your target audience exactly Agreed. yeah so uh what are your final thoughts and what would you give this on a score of between zero and five stars, Alexia. I'm going to give it what I consider to be a super generous three stars because I do think it has some funny moments. I think it has some charming moments and I think it has a place for like group watching at a fun event, but I don't think that it's good enough to like actually be a good movie. 
and honestly it annoyed the shit out of me (laughs) i also landed on a very generous three most of it being sarah jessica parker's just little things and if i happen to accidentally in this recording at some point call her sarah michelle geller which i could see happening because yeah i did get pretty stoned before i watched this it's also Uh, a three point sarah yeah yes three point sarah very different sarahs um (laughs) just like when they went in the house and ladies spread out and she starts doing yoga starts doing like doing the splits down to the floor i mean just hysterical um but yes very very generously given three stars uh sean what are you giving this uh landmark of a film (laughs) i was a little bit more generous i did have fun i like you know like we there's a lot of stuff i didn't like about it but there was stuff i did i did enjoy you know the stuff with like the the technology and you know i i I think Sarah Jessica Parker is really good in it. I think everyone, like all the the sisters do a great job with what they've got. Um, so I wavered between a 3.2 and like a 3.5. I'm going with the 3.2. Um, oh my I'm not... God. You can't stick with half. <laughs> half. You can't stick with half numbers. Three or no, three, five. Like <sighs> we, if I have to do letterbox rating things and I have to do the points there, I'm going to do the points here. Okay. Don't judge. Like you, 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 can't, you like, cannot rate something a three point two on Letterbox. You can get an average, whatever. Fine, I will give it a three point five. Eat my shorts. Oh, um, <laughs> like I have a little bit more nostalgia for it. I thought it was fun. Um, it, it it's kind of dumb, but it might be one of those it'll grow on me. Like I'm also watching this when I'm not in the mood for the magic of it. So I like a lot of the time. (laughs) Well, well, but I mean, a lot of people don't watch Hocus Pocus in March or in eight or in in February. Like we're also not going to be watching it in October. This is not this is not landed itself in a seasonal list for me. So I I mean, like this is my because I like to tie everything back to it. Like I can watch Titanic any month of the year. But do you watch White Christmas in June in June? No, no, because I'm not a psychopath. Like for- <laughs> I would because I really love it. <laughs> well, but the thing is, it's like I'm a person who I I take my movies with moods. So like I also take them with like seasons. Like so when you know the Halloween comes around, movies like this get a little bit more like shine to them. Like Hocus Pocus is, it, it's not an it's not the greatest movie ever made, but it's really good around you know Halloween time because it's set at Halloween and it's fun and it's witchy and it's got all it, you know. So I don't know if this one's going to have that same luster or, or even shine or, or shine up at all, you know. I have so I'm not, vision, I'm not saying I have that, a vision but I'm saying you, I would give it a chance. I have a vision of you like airing out seasonal movies like people in the 40s airing out laundry. <laughs> like time to change it over to the fall linens. Let's get out Hocus Pocus. Too. All I'm just thinking is there are 61 days between September and October combined. And even if I watched five films a day that were fall or Halloween or horror themed, it would be a while before I would ever settle on Hocus Pocus 2. Sorry about the sound of my 90s printer deciding to start up in the background. <laughs> it was feeling excluded from the yeah, discussion. Yeah, it, like, it, it had stuff to say about this. Okay? It really it came out back then. I think it agrees with me. 
Yeah, it, it remembers the original. <laughs> yeah. I think it might be older than the original. <laughs> so, uh, Alexia, we do yes. a little letterbox game. Um, and I always make Sean try to guess what this film's average is on Letterboxd. And you I got way to closer so. to this microphone um, than I needed to because you said game. <laughs> uh, so do you want to make a guess of what this film's average Letterboxd score is? Does Letterboxd allow for a half ratings, half star ratings? For a rating on it, you can do like half mm-hmm. on the half. But for, you know, everybody else, it can come out to an average that's like, you know, 0. 0.2, 0. 0.1. Okay. I'm um, going to, out of five. Yes. I'm going to guess, I think enough people like this movie, or I think it's probably around like 3.7. Okay. Sean? Mm, that's a, uh, sounds a little high to me. Uh, I'm going I think for, I'm wrong, but. I'm going to go with 3.2. <laughs> It is a three. Oh, oh I'm wow, really surprised. Lower than I thought. But I mean, yeah. uh, the, three even. There was a lot of discourse on this and a lot of people like I remember. The first one is a 3.5. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's exactly it. It's like I remember when this came out and a lot of people were like, eh, it's OK. Like, and it is. It's OK. Like, yeah. is it is it as cool as it could have been? No. no. Is it as bad as it could have been? No. like we could have had something that was even more pandery or like which or 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 you know just like focused even more on the team drama and not enough on the witches like and we've seen that in things where they where they focus on the wrong things at least they were focusing on the witches they knew what they had with them and that's it even show up till 30 minutes in yeah but it they also they get introduced at the beginning again so you're still and it's not the same as the witches but that's who you're there for like you're there for them like they know when they come in they have to make the entrance and they come out of the ground like badass you know like yeah it's yeah you have to stick with your blando protagonist to get to them but once they come in like it changes the game of the movie so i i do I don't think it's like I said. I don't think this movie is is great. I think it's okay, um, but I do think like like I said, I'm gonna give it another try. But I'm not gonna. It's not gonna be any time until October. <laughs> this this was my second try. I won't be getting another. There's nothing memorable about it. I'm not. Angry yeah, but you also went down in your twice. But you went down a full point. Like you went I from went down, four to yes. a three. So like. If you and you watched it with people, so maybe this is one of those movies that it's more fun when you watch it with people. Like I have movies that I can't stand to watch by myself because I'm just like, Ugh. but then I watch them with friends and I'm like, that was a good time, you know. And, it, and maybe this is kind of one of those. Yeah, having not seen it with people, I do think that this is definitely a social film. It's a, it's yeah. a, it's a, it's a chatty, chatty movie. Yeah. I would rather watch other things with people still. I agree, but I like, just, if this has to I be on the docket... I don't see this coming up in my watch list ever again. <laughs> um, That's okay. And you don't have to like it. I'm just saying, I for me... I I, that's good, because I don't. <laughs> <bad. laughs> <laughs> but uh, enough about Hocus Pocus 2. 
Alexia, tell us about your podcast and what you have to plug and where people can find you on socials. Yeah, if you like Titanic, the movie or the ship, and you want to hear a bunch of other people talk about the movie or the ship, including Sean, you can listen to my show, Titanic Talkline. It's on everywhere you listen to podcasts. And if you want to find me on social media, I got smart and used the same username on all social media. So it is Titanic Talkline, all one word, T-I-T-A-N-I-C-T-A-L-K-L-I-N-E. And that's the username on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, because I didn't want to be original. (laughs) I wish that is what we did. (laughs) that is that is not how it worked out unfortunately just because of things being taken or things being too long and uh that's fair yeah um i got lucky in that when this episode comes out uh sean and i will have an episode that we did with two cents critic on his podcast talking about 2014's creep and i think that'll come out a couple days before this does and um this Monday, I believe, is when uh, I was on Scarred for Life on that podcast talking about Toy Story, which terrified me as a child. Um, If you want to find us on the socials, on Twitter and Instagram, you can find the podcast at Triple M Pod with three M's. On Twitter and Letterboxd, I am at just happy to see you, number two, letter C, letter U, and Sean is at... Murph the Smurf, M-U-R-P-H-T-H-E-S-M-U-R-P-H. And on Facebook, you can find us at Men Who Like Men Who Like Movies for our just pod page. Or we also have a group, Men Who Like Men Who Like Movies and You, where you can talk about stuff, ask us questions, shit like that. If you need to email us about anything, our email is menwholikemenwholikemoviespod at gmail.com. And... Finally, Sean, what are we watching next week? So we are going to be covering a movie about vanity and a very bad musical and Meryl Streep and Goldie Hawn being absolutely fabulous. We're going to be watching Death Becomes Her. Yeah, we are. And in the meantime, please don't forget to give us a five star rate. Maybe even a review if you have time. It helps us in the algorithms so much. Like, a fuck ton. Please, please, please. If you hear anything, it really helps. Podcasters everywhere, just rate things. Hey, Um, hey, hey. Leave them a fucking review. You've been listening to this whole thing and you're just like, no, I'm just going to pass it off. Uh, 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 uh. Do not pass go and do not collect $200. Stop and leave them a review. Like I understand not having time to leave a review. I I sometimes have an issue with that, but like a rate that just takes two seconds and a hundred percent. It doesn't take that much time to be really kind and make us smile. Um, yeah, and just be kind to other people in general because that's a cool thing to do. I'm a little more dubious on that one. Thank you so much for coming on and helping us completely eviscerate Hocus Pocus Two. I'm (laughs) so so sorry, sorry, Emily Emily again. But I did cover it. I covered it honestly. That's all you can expect from me. Um, See you next time. (laughs) Thanks again for being with us, Alexia. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much. Bye, everybody. Uh, Bye. Bye. (laughs)